0: This like, one's for you, Takaya!
1: Takaya! Oh my god. Takaya, I cry out!
0: This is the saddest shit. Like, of all the sad shit going on right now, that is a sad shit cherry on top of a massive sad shit A heaping
1: pile of shit, yeah. Awful. Oh my <coughs> god.
0: We're gonna talk a lot about it in this pod.
1: Just a beloved wolf in our community has been shot and killed, and that's that's
0: the ma- main. Um, everything else is going on the world. Like, do we need this? Really? No. It's so brutal.
1: Sadness. But. Hey, we didn't really talk about this on um on the podcast this week, but I I was hearing um another podcast talk about it, yeah. and it was uh interesting because uh, single people right now. Yes. Uh, dealing uh, with self-isolation, but still being on Tinder and Hinge and Bumble and yeah. all the dating apps. Right. Um, people are doing like uh, Skype dates or not Skype, uh, Zoom dates or like FaceTime dates. I don't even see the point. I hate it. Right? Like, what do you do? You're like, do you want to You want to see each other's bodies <laughs> through FaceTime? And then, gets that far. and then when you're ready, you finally meet in person. It's like the new third base or something. You know it's kind of strange, strange time to be living in if you're still dating.
0: I hate, I hate.
1: But, what yeah. I will say is mm-hmm. that if you do find that special someone while you're on these apps, imagine the story behind it during this time with romantic in love tragedy, in a
0: COVID time. Yeah. We fell, fell in, love in love in a quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. Listen, all these FaceTimes. Quarantine
1: times. love. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that was great. All this FaceTiming and Zooming and house party and everything is like, I hate it to begin with. But my what? friends and fam- I know, but okay, when I do it in yeah, everyday you know. life, I do it because I'm like, hey, I have a question for you, or hey, have I-? they're quick. A couple minutes, we discuss our business. I don't call just to chat. I don't call on the phone just to chat. I don't call in FaceTime just to chat. No, yeah. So now this is like, we're hanging out together. Look at this funny hat I have. I got a filter on. <laughs> so that's it awkward and terrible with my own people that I love. Yeah. And now I got to get to know someone first date vibes. Oh, yeah. Hoping to what, catch a glimpse of a titty.
1: Yeah, a nip. It's not comfortable. You know what I've noticed also with this is like I'm not much of a texter. Oh, really? I don't.
0: I oh, only not. not. Yeah, I really true, don't actually. like I to text yeah. unless
1: I need something from someone or I'm planning a hangout. Like I like to hang out with people. I like to actually physically see them. So I don't mind FaceTime, but I'm not super happy with it. But anyway, I'm just finding that a lot of friends are reaching out via text and it's really nice, but I'm I'm having a hard time getting used to like responding to text messages, giving them full life updates and like paragraphs of like how I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't like to do that, but it's like, oh, I have to, if I want to make sure everyone's okay and check in with my friends. And yeah, it's a weird thing to, to learn how to do.
0: Dude, I had someone ask me how my wife is like a on, good friend. on
1: your text.
0: Via, yeah, it was like uh, Instagram DM, but like, how are you holding up? How's your wife? And I'd be like, oh, I, yeah, we're friends, but you live in a different city, so I guess you don't know this. Yeah, How to break the divorce news. So on one side, I see like, oh, this is great that, you know, really we're catching up with people that maybe, because we've got free time. Mm-hmm. We're catching up with people who don't even, who we care about and we love, but if we don't have the regular connection with, who don't even know what's going on in our lives that much. We're reconnecting. But also it's like, yeah, I gotta break this. It's like all
1: this, this huge paragraph being like this is how it all happened. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's years of catching up via text.
0: Seriously. Yeah, I
1: have had people like trying to be like, "Hey, like how are you doing with all this?" And I'm like, "I've never talked to you outside of this situation before." This is very nice of you reaching out, but oh my gosh, I should just have like a standard copy and paste. I'm okay. How I'm doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Here yeah. it is. Here's the update. Right at once. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't think uh, we caught it for this pod, but you said you were going to maybe start journaling as well. Are you serious what, about that?
1: I actually was thinking about that because you know this is a this is a, an amazing not amazing but like you know it's a historic. crazy historic time that yeah. we're living in, and um, it's going to be one of those things that we'll carry with us. We're going to be the generation that like lived through this pandemic, and um, to tell you know people who are being born after this, mm-hmm. um, I want my memories to. To be there because I have a really bad memory. So I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of want to start writing all these things down in in my day to day or at least like a summary of all this um, in a journal that I can hold. That's not just online just to have record of this.
0: I think I'm going to probably save these podcasts as being kind of special because I don't go back and listen to, you know, older podcasts and Mm -hmm. like, oh, what were we sounding like a year ago or whatever? But I think that these ones are going to be a very interesting time capsule, you know, 10, 20 years down the road Mm -hmm. to see what happened during this time. Writing things down is really good. But listen, everyone thinks they're a podcaster these days, but you kind of are. And Mm -hmm. just, hey, open up the voice recording app on your phone, you know, make a little – you can do that. Make Mm -hmm. a daily note to yourself. Anyone can do this. You know, describe what's going on, how you're feeling, and then save that as a little audio diary. And I swear to God, like as someone who – we have to listen back to ourselves all the time. You'll appreciate that, you know, going down the line. If you save that, email it to yourself as an MP3 or whatever, you can listen to how you were doing during this insane time.
1: And I'm one of the rare people who have a printer at home.
0: Oh, what? Yeah.
1: So I think I'm going to like print some photos out. Good for you. Yeah. Because I, I think that would be cool to have in the journal as well. Just like some photos of like what I've been doing.
0: A real just, physical like, record.
1: Of me and my cats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Mm. Well, thank you so much for uh, making this podcast a part of your self-isolation diet, Mm -hmm. media diet and content diet. I know I've been listening to and watching and playing a lot more stuff than usual. So thank you for having us a part of it. Um, We'll keep it up as long as we can. Yeah. And uh, everybody sign a a petition. Abolish trophy hunting. Yes. Across this country. Oh gosh, yes. Fuck trophy hunting. Seriously. No more. God love you. Okay, bye. Rest in peace, Takaya. Do you reckon, Jen, that there will be like a big boom of really great music after all of this? That like all these musicians are kind of locked away in their mm-hmm. own houses and heads. And maybe they got a keyboard or a guitar to plunk away on. And that like those, because we've been talking about... Likely there will be a slowdown in movies, because movie productions are a lot of people together, so they've all, like, shut mm-hmm. those down. So there's probably going to be a lull in big production movies. Yeah. But do you think the opposite will be true for music?
1: Well, I think, uh, I think that it's true for both, actually, because I think a lot of, like, screenwriters are doing a lot of writing right oh. now. And um, I've actually talked to a few musicians, and mm-hmm. they are saying that they're just hunking, hunkering down and, like, music is just coming really easily oh, yeah. right now because like their emotions are high or really low and um it's just yeah putting out a whole bunch of just like sort of like yeah this creative output which is uh pretty cool i mean considering but considering yeah yeah yeah, yeah no i've actually, yeah i think that that is a, a, a thing that could be happening for sure
0: and that's great and but also for the rest of us i've seen this too mm-hmm. um it's okay if you don't write the great American oh, novel. Oh no.
1: I know there's a lot of pressure. You're like, I'm so I'm stuck at home now and yeah. I should be doing all these things that I've been meaning to. Sometimes it's hard to put like that anxiety away and actually like get that creative spark again. So yeah. don't feel pressure to do that. But if it does come to you, great. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: But otherwise just keep yourself sane. Yeah. Keep yourself alive. Most importantly. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get through it. Mhm. Talked to my dad yesterday First Mm -hmm. time I talked to him Since all the S hit the fan here Really Mm. Number one He uh, gives a big shout out to you He's a big fan Oh really? Yeah he's been listening To the morning show With you and I All week Oh my gosh And loving it He's like He finds that it's the right mix Of like fun And and like he's Like a I don't know He's an old man in his 60s Right And he's finding it's a lovely mix of information, but also lightheartedness and music. Oh. He, like, appreciates the music. He's like, like, there's enough music on there that it, like, takes me away for a minute.
1: Oh, well, that's really nice.
0: It is really nice. Anyways, he says that, uh, so I was talking about him because he, look, California's on lockdown now, right? Yeah. Like, you are not allowed to go nowhere. He was just in California. He was uh, snow burning it down in Palm Desert. And so he came back to Canada this week drove, though. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, man, you drove through Washington State, the epicenter of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, uh, oh, yeah, well, was, yeah we, just, we made sandwiches before we left, and so we didn't stop anywhere just for gas. Wow. Okay, wow. Uh, but one thing, this is quite interesting and powerful. Mm-hmm. I said, why did you come home? Why did you decide to, you know, at, when you did? I thought that my sister had been badgering him, and he said, no. He said, I figure I might get it. And I don't want to spend my life savings in a hospital in California.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: He's like, I want to make sure that no matter what happens, I'm in this, I'm in Canada with a Canadian healthcare.
1: Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's heavy to hear. (laughs) Absolutely. And the fact that people are even thinking about that right now is just pretty wild that that's where people's mindsets are. Yeah. Um, I'm happy he's home and safe though.
0: And then he told me this, too, because I was like, yeah, I can't believe you drove three Washington. He was like, oh, uh, we made our own hand sanitizer. Because obviously he went out and he like, couldn't find hand sanitizer everywhere like right. a lot of people are dealing with. And he says, well, all he did was, it's just like rubbing alcohol mm-hmm. and aloe. Hmm. And one part rubbing alcohol, two parts aloe, and that did the trick. Now, are you looking up recipes online?
1: Yeah, and that's pretty much what it is. It's, yeah, uh, two thirds of a cup of 99% rubbing alcohol aloe vera, vera gel as yeah. well and you can like throw in some essential oil for smell or whatever too. Oh, yeah, that's it? You need a funnel and you put it all in a bottle.
0: So now, yeah, I'm just picturing my dad just like driving and, and digging into like a mason jar full of yeah. <laughs> homemade hand sanitizer. And listening to our show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Everyone do that.
0: <laughs> well, one of the big news stories today is just that the Olympic flame arrived in Tokyo ahead of the Olympics. are supposed to go down this summer. hmm you were saying you get you have feelings about this, eh?
1: Well, yeah, I've been doing a little bit more reading about it because the Olympics, yeah, they're supposed to start July 24th, and of course, right now there is a lot of pressure for them to postpone or just cancel them this year. Yeah. Um, And I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, that's that's enough time away, right? Like, hopefully we'll get to a point where we can, you know, enjoy the Olympics and that's great. But then I was thinking about all the preparation that goes into the Olympics. And it's not just that date, right? Think about all the training that athletes have to go through in order to get to the Olympics. So we're talking team training. We're talking about like places and countries around the world who are on complete lockdown. And now these athletes are almost like forced to continue as if, it is going to happen, and it's it's much larger than the Olympics, right, like this problem, though you know people have been working their entire lives. To get to the point where they can go to the Olympics and it's heartbreaking and it's, it's really challenging as an athlete, yeah. um, what's more important right now? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a, a battle between that. I know Haley Wickenheiser, that amazing hockey player, um, she has been uh, you know, in the middle of all this as well. And uh, she was voted to represent, to protect athletes. And just her thoughts on it as well are just like, yeah, this is, this is beyond just a big event and it's beyond money it's beyond all that it's you know it's a pandemic (laughs) we're in the middle of yeah so yeah that's kind of my thoughts on it i don't think we we necessarily need them you know yeah. i don't think it's a necess- necessity right now to go through with them
0: but that's just my opinion i know it's like we could skip a year and the visuals as well of like wide open abandoned training centers right. and like just swimming pools sitting totally empty as people like yeah you just you can't train mm-hmm. leading up to this thing's so, okay what about this though okay wouldn't it be <laughs> kind of fun to see these olympic athletes performing as best they can Mm -hmm. after having been self-isolated at home and been only able to do, like, workouts at home.
1: Just, like, a scaled down? Yeah, or, like, you know,
0: the athletes are a little flabbier than we're used to seeing them, (laughs) right? Like, a little softer because they've been just sitting at home and eating snacks. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, that's... Just like an, you know, I always have wanted, this isn't going to be the case in this situation, but I've always wanted, yeah, like an average Olympics. Right? Yeah, just average people uh, giving it a go for the first time. A little (laughs)
0: off their game. Yeah. The splashes on the high dive, a little bigger than usual. And we're all kind of like, well, I get it. I see why that's the case. And then the interviews would be great too. It was like, oh, tell us about your training regimen. And then people would be like, well, I had a mostly full tide Laundry detergent jug. So I was doing <laughs> curls with that, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. about what it was like at home.
1: I just filled up the bathtub and, <laughs> and tried to do the front cl- crawl and that, but uh, <laughs> didn't work out so well.
0: And so we're thinking, you know, like a lot of us who are just sitting around the house uh, stress eating all the time, <laughs> yeah. these Olympic athletes are going to be a little softer, maybe a little less trained than we're used to if the Olympics do, in fact, go ahead. So conversely, I would really like to see an Olympics where doping was allowed, and then just everybody was fully juiced to the match to see what the human body was capable of. Yes yes, uh, yes. 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 Yeah, everyone looks like Carrot Top, just like leathery and unnaturally yoked. Oh, oh God. It's R- just a free for all. <laughs> Total free for all. Absolutely. Oh, it'd be rad. We wouldn't count the records because they'd just be blowing them all out of the water, be insane. Oh, exactly. You're also
1: allowed to use like robotics. For like, and like 3D printing for like bionic arms and things like that.
0: Oh Oh, my goodness. We touched on something there.
1: Yeah, it could be a technological feat
0: as well. You're being ridiculous, but also, (laughs) are we not really truly testing out what the limitations of human beings and our ingenuity can be? And I mean, if everyone's doing it, it's really not unfair. Exactly. (laughs) Very cool. It might need a new games, like the Olympics can be this boring, doing yeah. push-ups, working out, and then we need, like, b- Bionicle games yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like Prime Olympics oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> it would be, like, super hype, like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> it's like the X yeah, Games hard- or, like, XFL <laughs> of the Olympics.
1: Hard sells only. <laughs> awesome.
0: You guys have a good day.
1: This is uh, some perfect timing to have some new video games released. Uh, totally. It is release day for Animal Crossing New Horizons, where uh, fans will be able to travel to an island paradise and build a community in real time. Sounds like a pretty good escape right now. <laughs> and then also Doom Eternal is out. Uh, it's available and it allows those at home to battle through demonic forces of hell, which uh, <laughs> honestly sounds pretty good right now, too. I uh,
0: <laughs> love the, like. Uh, one of the reviews I was reading is like, the latest addition to the demon slaying franchise (laughs) is a gorgeously designed gore fest (laughs) that delivers relentless fun i haven't played a first person shooter in a long time but like i think i'm gonna pick this one there you go i'm in for dylan and jason who are on a regularly scheduled vacation time right now I know,
1: weird timing weird timing but yeah they just had to
0: use these vacation days they're okay yeah well, I mean, Dylan's okay. Jason's a mess, but... No, like, he's
1: not a mess. <laughs> you do say genuinely. that. He's nah, always a mess. You guys. Jason's great. He texted me the other day. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? It doesn't matter. Okay. No, he was just like, hey, thanks for filling in for me. Oh, what a good Wish I could show. be there.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna go and kiss him on the mouth later. Now, listen, um... Mm. Uh, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> don't even joke about kissing on the mouth. Now, uh, yesterday... This vi- okay this video came out like yesterday morning. I saw it immediately obviously and uh I didn't even watch it like past like 10 seconds. Oh! Because I I right. just like cringed and then I was like Gross, and I went next, and I felt like, oh, I'm an old curmudgeon. I felt bad because this was a video that was meant to make everyone feel good. But I was, and you know, I'm constantly hunting for like, oh, what's a funny meme or what's a fun thing we can share on this yeah. on Facebook or whatever. But this celebrities singing imagine video, oh, right. I was like, no, I rejected <laughs> it. And then I had a sadness. I'm like, I'm an old curmudgeon. No. Nah. Okay, Moving so on. The
1: video is. Each celebrity like takes a verse of the John Lennon Imagine just, song. Just a line. Just a line of yeah. it. And then they like put it all together. And it's like all the celebrities coming together and singing a cappella to that song. In their it's own definitely, isolation. It's definitely cringy. I mean, it might bring joy to some people. So that's good. I mean, I'm not going to fault them for that. But man, yeah, I definitely cringed when I saw it.
0: The backlash online, though, <laughs> is almost universal. I felt a lot better last night, actually. Because oh, then good. I started seeing people being like... I hate this video. This is not what I need right now. I'm locked in my crappy little apartment and you rich celebrities in your beautiful Malibu gated communities. Oh, singing. Imagine there's no money. Imagine there's no heaven. You're living in a heaven on earth. Yeah. In isolation, in a resort. That
1: is your own. Yeah, I don't need <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, So it, I was, that. it was a
0: little tone deaf, and people rejected it yeah. roundly. And I thought that was so interesting. Not to mention the fact that, like, the sound is horrible. I did eventually get through it all. Did you watch the whole thing last night? Have you watched the whole video? No, I just watched a piece of it, and I was like, that's enough for me. Thank you. Right? Yeah. How wonderful this has brought us together <laughs> to say no thank you yeah. to rich celebrity singing. What's been wild in this time is like seeing inside so many people's houses. Because everyone's making dumb, goofy, wackadoo videos on social media to kill right. the time because they're bored and, and entertaining other people and everything. And uh, you see how all these people live, and it's wild. Yeah, it's like uh, social media's version of MTV Cribs. A little bit, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like less of a tour and more of just like you're just peeking behind little their creep. face. Hey,
1: what's, uh, what do you got back there? <laughs> Is that a fireplace? Is it working? Oh, that's a nice That actually splash. works. You have a chimney? Oh, oh wow. okay. Cool, cool.
0: Do, have you noticed anyone that you really like? Their house? Um, no. Nah. I've been honestly trying to keep off social media. Have you really?
1: Yeah. Once You're... I get off work, I'm like, Meh.
0: Good for you. That's really smart of you. But uh, uh, Max Kerman was on the news today. Okay. We were watching him, and he has a beautiful yeah. kitchen we both noticed. Oh,
1: yeah. Great tiling.
0: And you've got to watch on YouTube. All the late night hosts are doing their shows on YouTube with like just their phones yeah. and doing Skype with like Julia Louis-Dreyfus or whoever. Jimmy Fallon's house his family is holed up in the Hampton somewhere. I Googled this whole thing. His house is insane. It yeah. is like a tree. It's like a child's tree house if the child hosted The Tonight Show and made like $10 million a year. It's
1: insane. I, that's exactly what I would expect from him is like a like a wild themed house. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's so cool. So what? What so
0: was cool. it like? There's like everything's wood mm-hmm. inside because everyone I know the like the the pure white and the backsplash and the tiling uh, that's what everyone's got. Fallon's house is like uh, there's a lot of wood. It's mm. all like wood paneled or whatever. In one room that he's doing his interviews in, it's like he's inside of a birch tree. Whoa! It's so weird. There's a slide like a tube slide. <laughs> From one floor to the other. What? Yes. There's like a two, like he, like at the end of every video is like, okay, bye everyone. And his kid just sliding down it and then he slides down a slide. That's so cool. Right? <sighs> That's the goal. I know. It's if I wild. ever
1: get to like build my own house one day, I'm impl- implementing a slide. Okay. Yep.
0: The other great thing, another uh, bigger than life personality is Elon Musk. And he uh, did a tweet today. He was catching a little flack for his coronavirus tweets.
1: Because mm-hmm. he was saying,
0: first he was like, oh, the panic is dumb. This mm. is like a, more than a week ago yeah. now, I think. I think he's changed his tune a little bit. But, you know, he was kind of just showing his privilege of being a billionaire and like mm-hmm. not really needing to worry about stuff. But he was like, oh, this is dumb and whatever. He was, he was kind of spreading some false information as well about how like kids couldn't get it. Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. Don't do that, Elon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. But again, has changed his tune and... Someone called him out on Twitter in a really beautiful way. And listen to this tweet. Someone, this is the one he replied to. Please repurpose your factory to make ventilators, which are needed ASAP. Mm-hmm. I'm a Tesla owner. I love the company. You have to stop being an idiot about <gasps> this. Whoa. This is a massive disaster. Ask the doctors in the field. And so Elon Musk replied to that and said, We will make ventilators if there is a shortage.
1: Okay. Well, that's a good backup. That's something.
0: The only reason that I would go out into public at all is to go to a grocery store. Yeah. And I did it in two separate trips this weekend, which I felt dumb about. Like, one on Friday afternoon, just because I went to one store because they have my favorite peanut butter on sale, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then I went for like a big, like a stock up for the week uh, shopping trip on mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. A morning, So I, I think you're supposed to limit those trips, but I think I'm doing it right because I'm just going to the grocery store. That's the only place in public I'm going to.
1: Yeah, you're only supposed to really do it if you absolutely need to. Yeah. Um, it's to go out into the public. You know, you can go get some fresh air on your property if you Course, have it, yeah. or, you know, go for a walk along the streets. That's okay. But, yeah, um, grocery store visits, To try and do it as, a, like, make it as efficient as possible. Make sure you, like, have a list and get in, get out kind of thing.
0: Now, I don't want to escalate, but... Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to dig out my hockey stick to gently poke people in the chest (laughs) and shove them back from me at grocery stores. Because I swear to God, two experiences Mm. at the grocery store, um, you know, both in line and the grocery stores, all of them now have the tape on the floor. This is where you're supposed to like, when you're lying out from people, it's bad enough when there's like a log jam in an aisle. Yeah. And you have
1: to squeeze by
0: someone. Yeah. And you know, like that very Canadian thing where you bump into somebody and you're like, oops, sorry, I'm doing that now when I come within a meter and a half of somebody, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I right? like. So I'm not even that close to them, so that's happening with some people. And then some people are just like completely clueless, mm-hmm. and right up in your business, yeah, in the line or whatever. And whether they're like looking at their phone or they just have that like glaze of not caring, and not, no one knows what's going on in their life, yeah. right? And I just, I'm like, yeah, you can't start bringing a hockey stick out and touching people with it, dude.
1: <laughs> but I want to do that. Yeah, um, I think it. You know, going to the grocery store now requires a lot of focus and you have to like like pay attention to your surroundings, yeah. which I think uh takes yeah, people like kind of getting used to it. because yes. um, there's been times where I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've totally forgot like we're in this thing that yeah. we're like I have yeah. to like stay away from people." And you know, it's kind of like you have to create these habits again, which um might take, you know, a couple weeks for people to really like get used to. Did
0: you find too that like yeah, I'm grocery shopping, which usually to me is a very zen thing. I put mm-hmm. in a podcast, I float through the store, I grab things I need. Mm-hmm. Now it's like this, like I'm tense and it's this low level anxiety constantly oh, in the store.
1: Totally, I could be doing well throughout the day and then go to the grocery store and boom, all the anxiety comes back. So yeah, let's just be weary that everyone is also feeling that kind of. L- at least like small level of anxiety when they're out in public. So let's just be respectful of
0: that. Everyone, uh, obviously, just sharing their entire lives online right now because because as much as you want to be physically distant, you know, no one wants to be socially distant. You mm-hmm. know, for your own mental health this weekend. So uh, there was a lot of uh, okay. There's the classics. You got your FaceTime, right? You got your Facebook Messenger. You can do like a video call on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Zoom is one that's like really big right now.
1: Yeah, that's the one I use with my family this weekend. What's the good?
0: Is is there something so good about that?
1: Uh- I think that a lot of people were using that for, like, business conferences and stuff like uh-huh. that. I really liked it because you could change the background. <laughs> right. Um, so when I was, yeah, talking with my family, I had my cat's face behind me. Oh, that was
0: your cat's face? Yeah. I thought the, it was a stock cat. You could,
1: you could, yeah, you could take whatever photo from your phone and put it on as a background. So it was, yeah, it was pretty fun. That's great.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's really good stuff. Would recommend. <laughs> There's one called House Party that uh, apparently you can, like, play games in it. Mm-hmm. You can just like leave it on all day. This was, we had some friends doing this. They were just, they were just in their house playing video games. Oh yeah. And they just had their, I was literally the computer or the iPad or whatever, like propped up staring at them and on, on the couch playing video games. And then you could just drop in on them whenever you wanted. They're oh, just cool. Like, hey, how's it going? And <gasps> like then, that. and then in that one too, apparently there's like built in games that you can play with each other, which is pretty good. Uh, and then of course, Jackbox, which is that really fun one where you like write jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that one? Yeah. There's oh, like, I guess
1: you could do that from far away. Hey. Yeah,
0: I think they rolled out a new version of it where it's like even easier and better. Oh, nice. To do that. I know, it's pretty good. What we did was at our house, we um, put, we, you like, we had the on the iPhone, right? Doing the Facebook Messenger group chat, video chat. And then we screen mirrored it up to the TV. So mm. then we got all our friends up on 55 inches and just propped the phone there. And then we can see everybody. Everyone can see our whole living room. Oh, I
1: love that. We were
0: all doing yoga together. Yeah. And it was so fun. I had other friends, my other buddies in Vancouver. I saw them. We're all like doing shots with each other and yeah. stuff like that. Like, <laughs> but the one thing, and you mentioned it too, yeah. is I'm kind of done with... Watching people do push-ups.
1: Yeah, my whole Instagram story feed is just people doing push-ups. And it's great that people are staying active and everything, but I'm yeah. just like, I don't need to see another push-up. Right? What's gonna happen? Right? You know? I hear you. Yeah.
0: I'm trying my best. I don't want to put on the quarantine fourteen. Mm-hmm. That's where everyone's fighting, right? Just trying not to get fat through this thing because yeah. they're not doing anything. And it's just like and believe me, I like I made a healthy lunch yesterday, and then I was sitting there being like is it time for dinner now? As soon as as I was done, I was like, I want, that's all you can do is like make and eat food.
1: Yeah. So I guess, yeah, that like Instagram story challenge where everyone's telling each other to do pushups is actually getting people, you know, not in the kitchen and instead doing some pushups. But (laughs) man, I just don't want to see it anymore. (laughs) I'm already tired of it. Today is National Puppy Day. Uh, as much Aww. as we need pic- pictures of cute puppies to help us get us through this like self-isolation and social distancing, puppies in animal shelters across the country are in need of foster parents right now more than ever. So if you are ready for a puppy, maybe it's time to think about contacting your local shelter to see if you can find a new friend.
0: I am so <laughs> oh, tempted. Are you? Yes. Oh, yes. maybe you should. Of course I am. Mm-hmm.
1: If you can, then absolutely.
0: I read a story... That this one dog had to get taken to the vet because its tail was sprained. Oh. And the vet was like, uh, has it been wagging a lot lately? And they've been like, yeah, we've been stuck at home with it, and it's so happy to be with us oh, all day long. And it's been wagging its tail so much constantly, and the do- vet is like, yeah, this dog wagged its tail too hard what? because of isolation, oh, and you're home with it all day long, and it sprained its tail.
1: What an injury to have. Right? Yeah, it's going to bring a tear to thine eye.
0: So <laughs> just so sweet. Oh, Something to always celebrate is how blessed and pure dogs are on National Puppy Day. And they are actually asking, uh, you know, different uh, shelters and whatever around town. It's like, uh, it's puppy season, I think, as Mm -hmm. well. So, like, if you can foster a dog, it really makes a big difference because, obviously, you know, they're uh, really scaled back with what they can do at the shelters, right? Yeah, and volunteers and
1: everything. Yeah. For sure. So maybe, yeah, this is the day you start thinking about whether or not you want to foster a puppy or a kitten. And
0: listen, I don't want this to discourage you from doing it if you're mm-hmm. thinking about doing it, but you foster a dog, if at all possible, you're keeping that dog. You <laughs> yeah. get me? Like as soon as, you, as soon as that dog does that thing where it like just walks up to you, you're not paying attention to it, and it walks up to you and rests its oh. little chin on your knee, it's like, I, I love you more than anything.
1: That's it. Over. There's no going back after that.
0: I'm not bringing a dog back <laughs> after that and it looks up at you with its eyes. Oh my gosh. Forget it.
1: At 7 p.m. in the West End of Vancouver, the streets are filled with the sound of people cheering. Residents in Vancouver's West End are cheering from their balconies every night in support of the healthcare workers on the front line of COVID-19. And uh, the cheers are just getting louder and louder every night. Here's a little piece of what it sounds like. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and like the the streets themselves are completely empty and it's just people from their their balconies of their high rises which is yeah, what a sight. Pots and pans out and everything.
0: Yeah, the pots and pans is ugh, love, love that. Yeah. Can we do that around here? Mm-hmm. Is there a time we can, can we figure out like does anyone know what the shift change time is? For the Jubilee or wherever the hospitals mm-hmm. are
1: I don't yeah i don 't know if it would have the same effect because they have like those like skyscrapers there I like know. you know but i mean there's there's things that we could do absolutely I remember that zone the zoner the other day was saying that they are turning on their Christmas lights again just to yeah. show solidarity for those working um, the front line of health services.
0: That's lovely. That's lovely. I've seen, you know, those little, like, light box signs mm-hmm. people have. Um, I've seen people put them in their front windows with, like, like really hopeful messages, like, nice. we're all in this together and stuff yeah. like that. I think that's beautiful. So, uh, yeah, everyone do what you can to stay positive and show support to everybody. And, yeah. Yeah, this whole thing has really created a new uh, group of big celebrities. Because I don't know about you, but like one thing I never miss now three o'clock I've got to watch the health update from uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry. Dr. Bonnie,
1: yeah, Dr. Bonnie Henry is one of my favorite people in this world right now. Yeah, she's been keeping me calm, mm-hmm. giving me the proper information. Yep, yeah, she's stern uh, when she has to be. Oh yeah. But she also is bringing a lot of hope to the nation, which yes. is really nice. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Big, big time celebrity now.
0: The one in uh, Alberta is also like ma- massive. Dean, yeah. Dean Shaw is her name. Yeah. One of the first bri- briefings, she was wearing a dress with the periodic, <gasps> periodic table of elements. Oh, it was so good. Yeah.
1: That's so great. Good. Yeah. She's great, too.
0: Um, who else? Fauci down in the States, Dr. Fauci, because it's awesome to watch those press conferences because Trump will get up and say like just the dumbest thing possible. Mm-hmm. And then the reporters will be like, Dr. Fauci, do you agree with this? And I'm like, he's going to play ball because he's part of that administration. But he like quietly just throws a ton of shade and says the right thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: like Here's the actual <laughs> information that you need.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah I'm also finding that uh, and you were saying this as well. The Sign language people, yeah, Yeah, the people who are translating, um, they are incredible and they're doing such a good job.
0: And we have the best one in the country here in British Columbia, Mm -hmm. Uh, the sign language interpreter who does it here. And we've been saying this like for a week and a half now, but um, he is his name is Nigel Howard and he is so expressive in (gasps) his face. Like we've been watching, obviously, the Trudeau Uh, Daily briefings as well. And there's like, you know, there's a woman doing sign language in the corner of the Mm -hmm. screen. But she is and I've never seen any sign language interpreter give the expression that this Nigel Howard does. Mm. And I I wonder, like, if that really does help the communication.
1: Mm -hmm. It has to. I I think so. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, expressing is definitely part of it. Um, You know who just texted in? Who's that? Webmeister Bud. Oh, what was he saying? He said, did you know that the periodic table dress came from smoking Lily here in Victoria? She's been flooding with orders of it. Yes, I did see that's that. That's amazing. Yes, that's so amazing. Oh, I want to get me one of those. What a great dress. That's so sweet. Yeah, fashion starter. Also, I want to say the biggest celebrities, too, um, in this whole pandemic yeah. are, like, the frontline workers, the healthcare workers, the people who are still working um, in the public and taking care of everyone. You're a big celebrity. Ready for some saucy news, Paul? Yes. Oh, it's very saucy. Um, adult content site Pornhub has decided to give... Porman Hub premium free to the public. Oh, so starting, like,
0: do you mean pornography
1: Yeah, the proper name for it. <laughs> uh, starting March 24th, so yesterday, users can sign up. At the site's special stay home landing page to enjoy premium for the next month. And the site is also helping out performers who have been hurt by the uh, economic impacts of the coronavirus pandemic. And they're offering uh, for the month of April, all performers get 100% of their video sales.
0: Well, like circus performers? What is the difference between normal pornography com and premium um, pornography com? Do I don't. Do you know the real answer? Um, its no. like it's just all free, anyways, isn't it? Uh, this is like there's, there's more like stuff. Is extra? Stuff. extra? How like, much more extra could videos. it be? What do you need? I don't, I don't know why it's premium. Okay, well, that's great. Maybe there's less steps st- stuff. It's all the system, less
1: ads or something. Step brother, or, step or, sister
0: yeah. stuff. Ads? Oh,
1: yeah, that too.
0: I don't understand. <laughs> oh my god, your uh, cat tried no. to feed off of you this morning, Jen. <laughs>
1: Why do you got to bring this up? There's things that we talk about off the air, and then <laughs> and then I just expect that uh, you wouldn't bring it on the air. But maybe I just shouldn't expect those things. I shouldn't tell you anything.
0: Beautiful cat named Python, who is my <laughs> one of my favorite cats. He's very beautiful. He's a little bit stupid. A very he, stupid. He was yeah. a rescue cat, ride, So he's yeah. like doesn't really know how to cat. Um, he's uh, just figuring out what love is, and is like, this
1: is the best. People can pet me. <laughs> oh my god! This feels so good. And his name is Python. Why did they name him that? Um, well there was just this um this one situation where I guess they were like hoarding cats so when there's that amount of cats there was like 50 cats coming into the SPCA so yeah. they like kind of pick a theme so it's easier to name them and this uh, theme was like reptiles and snakes so um there was like a venom a viper oh, yeah. and things like that but my, my cat's name it was Python but he like slithers around on the he ground does. he didn't like he didn't it took him a while to learn how to walk properly. Yeah. Um so he like would like yeah, slither upon you and slither on the ground It was kind of funny. Um so it fit him, so I kept the name.
0: Yeah, it's really it does fit him. He's a great guy. Yeah. But okay, so this morning now, you're mm. waking up very early in the morning <laughs> and you've got <laughs> What, no shirt on? What's going yeah, on here? I'm
1: not. I'm not wearing the shirt. And uh, like, <laughs> He's there he wants to, like, snuggle. Yeah. He's a very snuggly guy. Very snuggly. And then I wake up and he's trying to, like, suckle.
0: <laughs> Did he try to get
1: a... Yeah, and I was like, what the heck? And I pushed him away. <laughs> anyway, that was messed
0: up. And do you think, like... As, but he was so confused. He was so confused. He's like, your mama, though. I don't understand. This is it. Like, he has... <laughs> Embraced you as his parent, (laughs) right? He's bonded, or what's that? Imprinted. He recognized the nipple, and was like, "Oh, I remember this from when I was a kitten. This Uh, is where food comes from. Oh yes. Oh, there's something tasty in here.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, I I can't like punish him. (laughs) him.
0: (laughs) No, you don't have to punish.
1: Okay, what do I do about that? I think. You just, you just wear wear a shirt more often. <laughs> no, I don't want to
0: encourage that either because I don't want to wear a shirt either if I don't want to. But no, it's just like you just have to be like, no, no, just nice. gently nope, push nope. him away.
1: Yeah. Anyway, thanks for bringing that up. <coughs>
0: thanks for sharing it with us oh, all. Yeah, no problem. Wow, how really wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Pythons.
1: Um, I've been uh, hugging my cats a lot and singing oh, yes. to my cats a lot. I've noticed. I you noticed know, that's that too. a new that's a new thing that. Uh, you know, it shows how desperate I am for any sort of contact.
0: <laughs> and one of them tried to feed off you this morning.
1: <laughs> you missed that. <laughs> no, why are we bringing this up again? Okay. I didn't want it to bring it up in the first place, and here we are going round two sorry, okay. on this thing that I mentioned.
0: <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Okay. Well, now people
1: are like, "What are you talking about?"
0: Text uh, in, and Jenny will tell you the story. I will
1: not. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm so busy. I've got so many people and meetings. and uh, Cats to feed. uh, Cats to...
0: (laughs) Stop! (laughs) He's got to learn. He's got to learn. There's nothing in there. I've been thinking about this a lot since last night, and um, it's been weighing on me, and it's really sad. Um, I'm just going to read to you straight from... This is the um, statement right from the conservation office. Mm -hmm. The Discovery Island wolf that was relocated from James Bay earlier this year has been shot and killed by a hunter. We understand many British Columbians and people around the world shared and care and concern for the well-being of this wolf And this update will affect many people. As far as I know, it was a trophy hunt that was going on, and they knew right away it was Takaya because he had a tag in his ear. Ugh.
1: It's definitely emotional. There is a lot of like you were saying. You just needed to like navigate all of these emotions that are coming um, after hearing this news about the wolf. And I think like what captured uh, the public so much about it was just this like mysterious, this like mm. this legend behind this wolf. If you don't know already, this was a wolf that was on Discovery Island and just lived completely in isolation by itself, no uh, female mate there, yeah. just living on this island uh, for years. And um, the like local indigenous community as well you know, saw this wolf as a land protector and there was this beautiful, like, spiritual side of it. Uh-huh. And then one day it shows up in James Bay and we're all like, how in the world yes. did it get here? And yeah. why James Bay of all places? Um, then we got word that it was moved, you know, 50 kilometers um, up north, well, northern in uh, around Port Renfrew area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then unfortunately shot killed in uh, Sean again. So... You know this, and it's all happening within the year too. Where all this, like the documentary, comes out, yeah. and we're starting to hear more legends about this wolf. And then now with this uh, news, it is devastating, and it, it's it's really hard to hear. So I can imagine, you know, any sort of feelings that you're having are valid.
0: <sighs> okay, this is so hard because uh, just the saddest, saddest thing to happen in a time that's already just unprecedentedly sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, a couple of things. I find it, number one, very ironic that we're in the middle of this whole other horrible situation that ostensibly comes down to, you know, by all accounts, mistreatment of wild animals in a foreign country. Mm -hmm. And and now we have here in this country more mistreatment of wild animals, and it just is devastating to this community in this way. And I want to say, because I've already seen... A lot of people online and a lot of comments that are very, very harsh to Mm. the hunter who did this. Mm -hmm. And please don't get me wrong here. I'm like, I'm so upset about the wolf. Mm -hmm. Okay. This meant so much to our community when this was all happening. But this hunter was out doing what was legal, doing a trophy hunt. And... Likely when he eyed up this wolf in his sight and pulled that trigger, had no idea that this wolf was any different from any of the other wolves that would have no impact for him mm. to kill. And just did what he was doing. And I, I, I only am feeling like this shred of compassion for this hunter because I can imagine the gut drop f- awful feeling of realizing that this isn't just any other wolf. This is the wolf that means so much to so many people. And I think that as much as I do have endless sadness and anger Mm -hmm. for the senselessness of killing this wolf, I also, I think it's important to just hang on to just a shred of compassion for this person Mm -hmm. who did this thing that they probably regret so much right now.
1: Yeah. We don't know that also that if they are regretting it or or whatever, we haven't heard from uh, the person who... Of course, who I'm did a, I'm just shoot imagining. and kill? But yeah, yeah, you would think that that would be something where you're
0: like, "Oh, I've made a huge mistake." Um, if they have a heart. You yeah. have to imagine that they now realize what this wolf means to people Absolutely. and what they've done. Yeah. So again, like I'm really shook and wrecked by this. It's really sad, and uh, like for all the reasons why you say this, wolf became very special to this community. Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's where I want to go forward with like the the legacy of this wolf should be. No more trophy hunting, yeah, because that's what I was trying to say too, is that like this person was doing something that is legal right why is now. that legal? Why are we out there shooting wolves for trophy, and again, like I come from a culture, look at, I grew up fishing and with mm-hmm. family who go hunting for food, so and you know, and I like shooting guns, and I get all that, okay, so don 't call me a hypocrite, why are we trophy hunting? why are we shooting? These beautiful animals, whether it's the bears up in northern BC, mm-hmm. whether it's wolves here on the island, why are we doing this just for fun? Yeah. That's what it is. Just and for that is- ego
1: boosted. It's sp- very, Ugh. yeah, it's gross.
0: It is senseless. It's awful. And if that's one thing that Takaya can leave to this world is that no more wolves have to be killed in this horrible, truly just awful, senseless way, I hope that that's the gears and the wheels that start moving on this now. That's all I really want to say about that. Thank you. Ugh. <laughs> I had this thought yesterday. I don't know if mm-hmm. you noticed, I think it was yesterday I just started calling it COVID. Yeah. Is that okay? Can we just call it COVID? Yeah, I think here's the lo- it's 19. It's right?
1: It's not 18. It's not.
0: 20. Yeah. Exactly. 19, yeah. I had a little re- list of reasons why that I'm call, I'm just gonna start calling it COVID. All right. Okay. Why? Because, um, well, number one is like uh, none of the other years COVIDs ever gave me any trouble. No, that's true. I've never had to reference them before. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the weirdness that it's last year's virus, but it's totally wrecking this year. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a very 2020 thing. We remember. Oh my God, I remember 2020? Oh, I remember we were locked inside and didn't have toilet paper. Oh, ah, yeah, 2020. Yeah. Why? Uh, 19. This is 2019 virus. I don't care for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't deal with the other COVIDs. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a laboratory working with the other COVIDs, the other year's virus- coronaviruses. It's not like I'm going to mix them up. It's not going <laughs> to say, Jenny, please hand me the sample of COVID-17, t- or just give me the COVID, and then you give me the uh, 2016 the COVID, oh, no. yeah. and then I mix them up. I'm not that. No. And you know which one I'm talking about. If I just say COVID, it's not like you're like, COVID-2012? No, COVID-19, the one that's destroying our planet right now.
1: Uh, Yeah, you make good points. (laughs) I mean, call it what you want, Paul.
0: Mm. Covid's fine, you well, know. What I'm, I'm c- going to still you... call it COVID nineteen. I hope that's one. okay. Well, okay, but you know what? COVID nineteen is a nickname, and nicknames are for friends. And coronavirus disease twenty nineteen is no friend of mine.
1: Isn't COVID a nickname that you're giving COVID nineteen?
0: Another person texted <laughs> me and said that um, Australians probably have already given it a nickname, like uh, Rona, the Cova. I've I've
1: seen Rona
0: a lot on <laughs> the uh, Rona. Yeah, the Rona. Uh Lerona. It is 716. Shift change has just happened at the local hospitals. That's right. Nurses and healthcare workers, frontline workers of this crisis are just hopefully after a long night shift getting in their cars, going home. Whew, 12 hours. you imagine? Oh my gosh.
1: There's no break.
0: <sighs> and it is... A stressful time, very likely, mm-hmm. It is a busy time. Hopefully, you know, there's only how many cases on the island of COVID? 20- 49. 49. Hopefully, they're not working directly with people who are really struggling with mm-hmm. it. But just the tax is incredible on our workers, our Absolutely, workers. Absolutely,
1: yeah. So thank you so much for all you're doing to keep uh, the public safe. And hopefully, you're able to keep yourself safe, most importantly, right now. Because we need you, and we love you, and we're so thankful for what you
0: do. And that's why carrying on with a tradition that started over in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. It happened in Victoria last night in various neighborhoods. It's going to continue. We are now going to cheer and bang pots and pans for our frontline workers and actually for a variety of different workers who are doing so much Mm -hmm. to keep this place, this whole community running. Yeah. Ready?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: They should be watching them.
1: them. When I go to the grocery store, I'm thankful for the cashiers and the people who are keeping
0: hey. the stock and
1: giving us food
0: so we can continue to hey. live. Health care workers, personal, we love you. You're Dude. saving us. Cool. You're saving us. You're the
1: coolest. Thank you. Love you. The Victoria Hospitals Foundation has launched a new website that allows residents to donate or send messages of appreciation to healthcare workers across the region. The website is called Hospital Heroes of Victoria and it's designed to be a platform for community members to support the thousands of local healthcare workers contributing to the fight against COVID-19. According to the Victoria Hospitals Foundation, more than 6,500 healthcare workers are working nonstop at the Royal Jubilee Hospital, Victoria General Hospital, and Gorge Road Hospital to help amid the global pandemic.
0: Art Aronson had to put out a news story yesterday that uh, (laughs) made me sad that this had come home to Victoria because I had seen it happening in bigger cities. I think London is really dealing with this issue right now. Mm -hmm. That with all the increased... Wet wipes and disinfectant wipes mm-hmm. that are going on right now. Everyone is going to be wiping everything down constantly and wants to make sure that they're super extra clean. Which is great. Which is great. Which mm-hmm. is what you need to be doing right now. Absolutely. I got I got uh, hand wipes in my truck. Nice. That's good. You know, yeah, because you go around touching things. God go to the grocery what, store. You know,
1: it, go before back I touch the, the
0: wheel. Yep. Yeah. We'll wipe about. I get them in the house. Nice. Before you can get to, you know, if you come in your hands full before you can get to the sink to wash them? People are flushing them.
1: Yeah, those are not flushable. Even the ones that are advertised as flushable, they're not. They're not. They're not going to break down fast enough in the sewage pipes like toilet paper does. Yes. Um, so they're causing a lot of clogging in the sewage systems. And um, just thinking about that, too, that during a pandemic is scary for the people who work in sanitation because they have to deal with all of that garbage when it's all clogged up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with their hands and however they deal with it, but yeah. it's just more contact to a potential of COVID-19 being on any of those, those wipes. So it is very important that if you do have these wipes to dispose of them in the garbage can garbage. and not flush them. And same goes with any other product other than toilet paper. You see those little signs. It's like nothing but toilet paper in yeah. the toilet. And that means more than ever right now.
0: One of our groups of people that, you know, who are essential services, who we banged pot and, and pan for earlier today is wastewater workers who are yeah. out there making sure that, that that is such an essential system. Our plumbing system, you know, and our wastewater treatment is dealt with. And did you know, Jen, I heard Dr. Bonnie Henry say it, that COVID has been seen to be present in sheds in poop. Yeah, so don't make it any more dangerous than it has to be for these people, and don't wreck up. We are already facing such like economic, financial hardship because of this whole thing. Don't make it even worse on this city than we are going to have to yeah. do all this remediation of sewer systems because they're clogged with wipes. Yeah, we need to be able to wash our hands as much as possible. Let's make so, sure that's possible. So what do you do? Because love, okay. I've loved wet wipes for years. I, I think they're essential. Okay. Didn't you
1: used to like have a sneaky pack of wet wipes in one of the bathrooms here? I did. You like taped it under the sink?
0: That's right, I did. (laughs) (laughs) So look at—I'm a huge enthusiast and aficionado of these things, but um, you—you gotta put them in the garbage. Do not flush them. They say flushable—it's a lie. Do not flush them. Mm -hmm. Put—and you know what you gotta do—and it's a—it's a sneaky bad thing. Don't put them in the bathroom garbage either, because then you got.
1: What, you putting in the kitchen
0: garbage? No, because... What are you doing? No, no, no. No, no because you get poop on them. Okay. Take them outside You're immediately. You're going to take
1: your poopy...
0: No. Yes. What do you do? Put them in the bathroom garbage? back, yeah. Stink. What okay. a stink. Well, and then it just sits there for how long? How often do you take out your bathroom garbage? Like once a week. Oh uh, Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay.
1: Are you kidding me? Yeah, No. What, what you, you take your wipes yes. after going to the bathroom and go directly outside to the garbage? Or do you to put the it wood in a bag? stove. You gotta put it in a bag.
0: Yes, I know that.
1: Okay. I don't understand. Anyway, okay. just don't put it in your toilet. Whatever you want to do <laughs> yeah, with them, truly. put them in the garbage somehow. Just don't put them in the toilet. It's uh, as at, easy as that.
0: At this point, I don't care if you hang them up in your living room. It's great. <laughs> do not put them in the toilet, please. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.
1: Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud, resident geek for The Zone at 91.3, and since 2012, I've been talking geeky stuff with Dylan and Jason, Wednesdays at 7.20 in the Morning Zone. Stuff like apps and websites and gadgets and toys, but also handy tips on staying safe online, making your life needlessly more silly, or just better living through geekiness. So it's Bud's Weekly Geek Out, and it's on the radio, but it's also a podcast. So if you'd like to be a little bit more geeky, please subscribe at thezone.fm slash podcast or find it wherever fine podcasts are sold. Bye!